Jesus is that way. Well, we celebrated on Good Friday his death and on Easter his resurrection and his life in the midst of his time on earth. He said, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life, and no one can come back to the Father but through me. Jesus said, I'm the way to that relationship with God. Paul says in Romans that God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we're still sinners, he died for us. He knew everything we were going to do. And let's be honest, followers of Jesus, are, are the results eternally of our sin are done. Our sin is probably not. Some of us, no, we're all still practicing sin. But increasingly, as saved people, we're practicing righteousness. Jesus came to the earth and he lived a life, a perfect life, died on the cross for our sins. Every single sin, past, present, and future. And his death on the cross was God's payment for your sin. So whatever it is that has separated you from God has been paid for by Jesus. You now owe God nothing. And yet, there's something to be done. It's not enough to just hear this message. It's not enough even to just give mental assent to it. There may be people here or watching that have heard this message a, a hundred times and say, I believe it, but have never taken the step of acting on that belief in faith, saying, Jesus, I, I do believe you lived a perfect life. I do believe that you died on the cross and you had my sin in mind. I do believe that that payment, that death is payment for my sin. And not only that, but I want to accept it. It's like a gift on Christmas, you know. You can say it's your gift, you can see it under the tree, but until you open it and accept it, it's not yet yours. It doesn't get activated until you express yourself in faith. But when we express ourselves in faith, the Bible says this, we become a part of God's family. We become children of the living God. We come into restored relationship with the one who created and loves us. So John 1.12, to all who received him, that is Jesus, who, who owned it by faith, to those he belie who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. And so I'd ask you, whether for the first time or the thousandth time, hear the invitation of Jesus this morning from Matthew 11. Jesus says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your soul. There is not a person in the room who doesn't deeply long for rest in their soul. So if that's your heart desire today, you can sense that God's speaking to you right now. You feel and know that you're separated from God, and God's inviting you to come to Jesus today, to come to the Father through the Son, Jesus. If that's the case for you, then I can say it boldly, today is the day of your salvation. So I'm going to lead in a prayer. I'll ask you to close your eyes, bow your heads. It's not a very vineyardy thing to do, but it's, it's a personal decision. Just close your eyes and bow your heads. And I'm, gonna, I'm going to pray a prayer that may be for you the form of a prayer 
in which you could express your faith in Jesus. Maybe for the very first time, to say, Jesus, I need you. If that's your desire, then you can pray in your heart with me. God, I want to know you personally. Jesus, I thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. I thank you that you defeated sin by rising from the dead. Jesus, I invite you into my life right now. And I place my faith in you as my Savior. Jesus, I want to follow you in this life as my Lord and as my King. Take the throne in my life. God, give me the gift of your Holy Spirit and make me the kind of person that you want me to be. Amen. Now, all who have prayed just like that, a prayer like that from your heart, you can be assured that Jesus now lives in you. You, you, you came in without him, and you are now with him. He's within you. The Holy Spirit has come inside you. You've become a, a child of God. You've become a part of a family of God. You're a new creation, and the old is gone, and the new has come. And so if you have prayed that prayer just now, um, or you've got questions about that, I've got sentinels posted. Uh, they're humans. <laughs> Heather and Jane are just back by the prayer room. You want to just look back at them so you know where the prayer room is, Heather and Jane. You know, if you just prayed that prayer, you f you'll, you'll feel it. You'll know, God, something has happened in my life. I'd ask you to go back and talk to Heather and Jane. It may be that today is not just the day of your salvation, but the day of your baptism. So you could be baptized as well if you've come to faith. Maybe you recognize, oh, I've given my life to Christ, but I've never been baptized. You talk to Jane or, uh, or Heather, and they'd be happy to talk to you about it. And hey, we'll stay here all afternoon. You know, We'll do the Jesus movement all over again. It's okay for us. So I just encourage you, as we are doing these baptisms now, if any of you need to talk or have some questions, go talk to Jane or Heather. All right. It's uh, time for us to do the fun part now. <laughs> um, so if I could ask Anna to come forward. you uh, situated. Uh, some will be baptized this morning by me and some by, uh, by loved ones, people that uh, mean a lot to them. So what I'll ask each person is just to uh, give a brief testimony of why they're being baptized today and proclaim the good news. Go ahead. Hi, new family. <laughs> um, I was uh, raised in the Catholic Church as a child, always associated myself as a Christian, but I didn't have a good relationship with God. When my husband passed away in 2020, I decided to start reading his word, and things started to happen. I let Jesus into my heart, and I repented of my sins, and ever since, I've been ready to get baptized. Yeah. 
That's awesome. All right. <laughs> you would have to do it again. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks. Okay. <laughs> and if you'll repeat after me, I believe Jesus gave his life on the cross to pay for my sin. I believe that Jesus Christ gave his life, gave his life on, the cross on the cross to pay for my, pay sin. For my sins. Okay. I believe he rose again from the dead. I believe he rose again from the dead. And I place my faith in Jesus as my savior. And I place my faith in Jesus as my savior. And I will follow and serve him as my Lord and King. And I will follow and serve him as my Lord and King. Amen. All right. Wesley. All right. Give Wesley a hand on the way up. This is it. All right. Public speaking. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, so um, I grew up knowing of God, I guess, you know, but not really knowing him in an intimate kind of way. Um, so whenever I was uh, an undergrad and stuff, I, I just kind of made it easy for the enemy to swoop in and just uh, kind of crumble those foundations that uh, weren't as strong as I thought they were. So uh, as I got more serious about my faith, I um, just have been really trying to do my best to just figure out how to get off of, you know, the weeds and stuff and back on to the proper course. And I'm just um, trying my best to just be walking in a straight line and just following Jesus. And I, you know, I don't really know exactly where he's taking me, you know, but I, I know that as long as I'm running straight toward him, it's going to be somewhere good. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I know that, like, you know, the most important step in every single section of my spiritual journey is always going to be the next one. Um, and so I might not know what's down the road, but I know this is the right next step for me, because if I'm trying to emulate Christ, then 
I need to follow his example. And I mean, when he was starting out his ministry, that's what he did. He got baptized. So I don't know what's coming, but uh, this is what I'm doing now. Awesome. That's great. All right. Okay. Wesley, you want to repeat after me? I believe Jesus gave his life on the cross to pay for my sin. I believe that Jesus gave his life on the cross to pay for my sin. I believe he rose again from the dead. I believe that he rose again from the dead. And I place my faith in Jesus as my Savior. And I place I placed my faith in Jesus as my Savior. I will follow and serve him as my Lord and King. I will follow and serve him as my Lord and King. Awesome. I'm here today to receive the sacrament of baptism. I want to be baptized how Jesus was with the water. I want to be able to, I want to repent for my sins and so I can be in a closer fellowship with my Lord Jesus, who I love very much. And, and I will be in obedience to him. Repeat after me. Great, thanks. Okay. You can, you can repeat after me. Repeat, you can repeat these statements after oh, me. Okay. Uh, I believe Jesus gave his life on the cross to pay for my sin. I believe Jesus gave his life on the cross to pay for my sins. And I believe he rose again from the dead. And I believe that he rose again from the dead. And I place my faith in Jesus as my Savior. I place my faith in Jesus as my Savior. And I will follow him as my Lord and King. And I will follow him as my Lord and King. King. Awesome.
Hello. <laughs> I'm not good at public speaking, so yeah. Um, I grew up in a Catholic household. Not until after high school that I had uh, that um, I became Christian. That I stopped going to Catholic. So um, yeah, um, my testimony is probably like um, how the devil tried so hard to like remove me from this earth. Cause um, even when I was a uh, fetus, it's like my mom like tried her best to like remove me and abort me until I was three months, and it didn't happen. So. Um, the Lord used my brother to stop that when he found out. And then after that, I was born seven months premature. And there's no midwife, nothing, because um, they were not prepared that my mom's going to give birth. No clothes. I was cold. And my grandma was saying that I was so tiny that I can fit in a um, shoebox. And then... During that time, um, my grandma said that my mom and I almost died because of the blood loss and stuff. But God's grace and mercy, it's like we're alive. And um, during uh, high school, there's a lot of times that I also get like um, a lot of like, uh, I don't know, probably illness or something. Because when I wake up in the morning, there's... I get nosebleeds and my blankets are just full of blood and anything. But my family can't afford to bring me to hospital to like um, get a proper checkup or anything. Just, you know, trust to the Lord. And then after high school, there's also instances that it's like um, that the devil put me in danger. But I know that God protects me. So there is this one time that I step on a cobra, and I know it was snake. It was it was dark, and I was walking at the alley, and then I step on something and move, and I know exactly that it's a snake because I'm always afraid of snakes. So when I look back while I was running, yeah, it was a cobra chasing me, and then I just I just shout so loud, and then uh, the people in the neighborhood go out and help me, and yeah, God just save me from that so I'm like I know that God has great purpose for me to use me for his kingdom so now I want to make it public you know to get baptized I always wanted to do this since I was living in the Philippines that's great hold that I'm going to ask you some questions if you want to wait see okay all right Gina if you'll repeat after me I believe Jesus gave his life on the cross to pay for my sin. I believe Jesus gave his life on the cross to pay for my sin. And I believe he rose again from the dead. And I believe he rose again from the dead. And I place my faith in Jesus as my savior. And I place And my I place my I will follow him. As my Jesus as my savior. As my savior. And I will follow him. And I will follow him. As my lord and king. As my lord and king.
Liebe. All right. Just want to give you a heads up. If it sounds like I'm reading from a paper, I am. They are my own words, but I can't memorize this entire testimony. Okay, so my name is Eva, and I'm 14 years old. I asked Jesus in my heart when I was four years old and have been pretty much a regular church kid leading up until recently. I want to add that I never had a relationship with God before my sixth grade year. I didn't know that God could actually have a relationship with me. I knew that he, you could pray and he would sometimes answer your prayers, but I didn't know that you could have the same char characteristics of a relationship with him as you do your parents, like um, love, respect, and trust. So pretty much to start my testimony, around my sixth grade year, I got this sleeping issue where I would wake up in the middle of the night and have this fear slash feeling that felt like I was the only person in the world. It was the absolute worst feeling I've ever felt in my entire life. And so when I would wake up, it's of uh, these nightly toys room, and it just felt a lot safer there. So pretty much uh, about after two weeks of these nightly torments, um, I th my sister started sleeping with me, and that pretty much solved the problem instantly. So around this time, I also started going to youth group. This was kind of the place where I started learning about um, relationships with God. Um, and so I, like, when I first started learning about this stuff, it was really all I wanted. So I then started to ask God, like, can you speak to me? Can I get other words for other people? And, like, I just wanted a, a relationship with him. So um, he didn't answer my prayers, at least immediately. And during that time, I was also praying for, like, healing with my sleeping terrors. So um, after about a year of nothing from God, at least in the way I wanted um, my uh, faith was slowly declining. <laughs> my mom decided to sign us up for testimony. So the first night we walk in, um, I see all these people around me getting touched by God. And I become frustrated. Um, I see all these people who have a relationship with God, and, like, God is touching them in a way that I wanted so badly. And so I'm, like, feeling all alone. I'm feeling like the reject. So I sit down, and I start to get honest with God. I tell him I don't feel like he's here with me, and I tell him I feel like he doesn't want a relationship. The last thing I tell him is that if I don't get a word or any sign that he's here with me in the next five minutes, then I'm going to stop having a relationship with him. <laughs> so, um, no joke, five minutes later, after I close my eyes, I get this scene from Moana, <laughs> and it's where the grandma is dying and Moana is refusing to leave her and, like, just grieving. And the exact words that come out of the grandma's mouth is, uh, there's nowhere you could go that I won't be with you. And that was, it was just crazy. And honestly, um, people would tell me that I will usually know when I hear a word from God. And it was just, it's so hard to explain, but... It was just very vivid, and it was too particular to be something that I made up in my head. So um, that was definitely a shift in my heart and my trust in God. So, And then even after, I started hearing words for other people, which was just something I'd never done before. So um, a couple months later, I um, go to the summer camp that our youth group had planned. And leading up, I never really felt part of the youth group. I kind of felt like a like an oddball, and that wasn't really anybody's fault. They would come up to talk to me. They would include me. I just felt like I couldn't be an extrovert or like that kind of person that can just talk to everybody. So um, I was like a little nervous for this youth <laughs> camp. I was like, what am I going to do? But when we were unpacking, I just, it was like the Holy Spirit had blessed me with 
the power to talk and like interact with extrovert like characteristics. It was crazy. And um, so the entire camp, I was just able to talk and interact with my youth group. And on the last night of um, worship, I was like, God, I just made so many friends this week, and I'm afraid to lose them when we get back. No, okay, two minutes later, two people I didn't even know came up to me, and they're like, hey, can we words of the And I was like, sure, you can pray for me. Um, the first words that come out of the, two pe- the one of the person's mouth was, these friends you have made this week are going to last. <laughs> it was definitely another breakthrough in my love for God. So during that week, I was really just feeling the true love of God, which I had never really experienced before. So uh, moving on to the night, I get home from summer camp. I go to bed by myself without my sister, and I had never gotten that good of a night's sleep since my sleeping stuff had started. And it could have been the lack of sleep because it is exhausting after summer camp. But since then, I have never had the sleeping torments again. <laughs> I want to add one more thing. So um, th- before, like during my time, like my struggles, I was thinking about like, hmm, maybe I should get baptized, but I never really went to the effort to go and do it. And so honestly, I'm glad I didn't because I wasn't ready. And this year, I was just really feeling called to get baptized. Um, when Adam was talking about having the word of the year for like from God, I asked God for one, and his word for me was rebirth. Mm. So I was really taking that word and like saying that's what I'm going to use to get baptized. Also, when I took Randy's baptism class uh, the other week, I was uh, he was going through the list of kind of like the requirements that you should have to get baptized. I was like straining to hear for a requirement that I didn't have and that would prevent me from getting baptized, but there never was one. (laughs) So uh, that was definitely the last reassurance that I needed to get baptized. So as you can see, I'm standing in front of you guys. It has been terrifying, but it has been done, and uh, I'm about to get dunked in water. All right. That's great. (laughs) Okay. You want to stand over here? All right. And you want to repeat after me, Eva. I believe Jesus gave his life on the cross to pay for my sin. I believe that Jesus Christ gave his life on the cross to pay for my sins. And I believe he rose again from the dead. I believe that he rose again from the dead. And I place my faith in Jesus as Savior. And I place my faith as Jesus as my Savior. (laughs) And I will follow him and serve him as my Lord and King. I will follow him and I will serve him as my Lord and King. Awesome. All right. Okay, Asher. Give it up for Asher. Yeah. 
Hello, my name is Asher Myers, and I have been wanting to get baptized. And, and when I accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior, I was seven. And the day before that, uh, Baden and Alec, my dad, were talking in the car, and they have these talks randomly sometimes, it's, and I love them. And they're just about, like, Jesus and, like, all the good stuff. <laughs> and... Um, he asked all of us if we have been washed for our sins and accepted for us to accept Jesus. And I have not yet, but I've always, like, prayed and, like, done the Christian stuff. And <laughs> and um, the day after that, when we were praying at the dinner table, I asked to pray. And... I prayed for those things to be washed and accepted. Mm. And, yeah, I guess that's how I accepted him. Mm. And then how my parents have helped me through my journey is they have helped me through hard things like moving houses or my OCD. And I am getting baptized because I want to be refreshed and forgiven for my sins and begin a new life with God. Way to go. Awesome. All right. If you'll repeat after me, I believe Jesus gave his life on the cross to pay for my sin. I believe Jesus gave his life on the cross to pay for my sin. I believe he rose again from the dead. I believe he rose again from the dead. From the dead. And I place my faith in Jesus as my savior. And I place my faith in Jesus as my savior. And I will follow him as Lord and King. I will follow him as Lord and King. Great. Great. As the, I think the band's going to return at some point. Is that right? <laughs> the, when, as the band descends from heaven. <laughs> uh, this just in. We have one more. Okay. All right. Okay. Matthew, one, you want to uh, give us an understanding of why you're being baptized today? Uh, yeah. Um, so I had been first baptized when I was nine, but I didn't really know what that meant yet. And um, I just, um, and then ever since I was, uh, gave my life to Christ, I didn't take my walk with him seriously. And uh, I want to um, get rebaptized because I want to um, 
affirm my new life in him. And um, yeah. Awesome. Okay, why don't you stand here? I'll ask you a few questions, and you can repeat after me, and then I'll baptize you. Here, you can just come forward. Um, I believe Jesus gave his life on the cross. I believe Jesus gave his life on the cross. For my sin. For my sin. And I believe he rose again from the dead. And I believe he rose again from the dead. And I place my faith in Jesus as follow my him. As Lord. Place my faith in Jesus as my Savior. And I will follow him. And I will follow him. As Lord and King. As Lord and King. to clap. Just, just as we close here, I'll, I'll ask you to remain standing. We're, we're about to close, but I, I would hate to leave without giving an invitation uh, for people to respond to what God said to you earlier during worship or God spoke to you in, in hearing these testimonies or through the scripture, whatever he might be doing. So if I could ask the ministry team to come up and actually today, if you'd stand up on the stage, if any anyone on the ministry team or any uh, small group, I want to invite you to come and line up back here. Just a couple of things I want to I want to invite you into. It, it could be that you feel lack this morning. In John in John 10, 10, Jesus said, I came that they might have life and have it abundantly. Baptism is the beginning of, beginning of abundant life. And some of us are walking in lack. I'm not blaming it on you. I'm just saying Jesus wants to give fullness and he wants to give more. So if, if there's a desire for, for that in your life, I'd ask you to just come forward and stand in the front. Secondly, some of us felt like there was a time in our lives we came to Jesus. We saw he is the shepherd and the guardian of our souls. And yet we've wandered away. And in that wandering, you might have felt like, man, my soul is tired. My mind is beat up. My, my will is weakened. My emotions seem like they want to run my life up, down, and all around. And honestly, I felt this in the, in the past. My spirit, though I know it's alive, just feels sick. And if that's the case, 1 Peter 2.25, it's the invitation to return to the shepherd and the guardian of your soul. So if that's where you are this morning, you feel like I have just wandered away and I want to walk directly back into the arms of Jesus, I would ask you to come forward and, uh, and just stand in the front and someone from the ministry team will come down and pray for you. Lastly, if I could just have all those who were baptized today come and stand in the front here. Um, if you've been baptized, come on up and bring any family you want and uh, we'll get some elders and some staff and ministry team people to pray for you. And here's what we're going to pray for these uh, who have been baptized today. In the Gospel of John, John the Baptist, 
says, you know, I came to baptize in water, but there is one coming who will baptize with the Holy Spirit and with fire. So as we've celebrated new life in baptism, we also want to ask for empowered life and for the baptism of the Holy Spirit on and in and through these people that God would give them any gift that God wants to give today. So you are welcome to come for prayer, to be a part of prayer, to watch, to pray, or to go in peace, to love and serve the Lord. So great to be here together. Amen.